A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Let's go. Hello, Egg Chasers. The Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast, the podcast about rugby that doesn't take itself or the game too seriously. Back with the second podcast of the week. This one, well, this is the main event for JB. It is. It I really should let is. you do the intro because this is this is where you're at. This is it what is. it's all about. Uh, to be honest, I let myself down a bit this week. This week, I've only seen two Premiership games. I we lost our first game of the year against Witness on the weekend. Did you? Yeah, you you got big rivalry Didn't against Witness the other week. No, we we were. Oh, well, that was a second team game. Yeah, second team against Warrington, that was. First team. Yeah. It's your second defeat in a row. Yeah, it's my second defeat in a row. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's, uh, Downfall 2022. It's a, it's a <laughs> 20, uh, 20 points to eight we, uh, we lost to Witness. Uh, right at the end, I got a belt on the back back of the head. It podcast that, which I, I quite enjoyed. Really? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Jamie was like, why did you put up with that, Jamie? It's like, that's his job. His <laughs> job is to hit me in the back of the head and say podcast that. But no, uh, on a serious note, like... Um, <laughs> It was it was a tremendous game. It was a tremendous game. They are a very very good team, and I think the difference between us uh, was basically a nineteen year old winger. They had this little winger on, uh, obviously on the wing, uh, skin, skinny little thing. I just assumed everyone would run over him, and he had no place on there. Absolutely wrong. Uh, tackled like an absolute beast. Went round our winger and our scrum half. He was probably our best tackler to you know, score a try. Just brilliant, brilliant performance. And it's horrible conditions. Uh, as well, which we just didn't adapt to, but you know. It, so was, was this league or cup? Thankfully, I say thankfully, we're out of the cup, but it is cup. We're unbeaten in the league still. Uh, and and your big focus this this year was promotion, wasn't it? Well, we don't get promoted, but we'll get reorganised. Oh. So okay. I, I suspect me uh, ourselves and witness and maybe one other will go into level six, which is where. Broughton Park and Vail Raffy Green. Quirk's Broughton Park. Right, right. Mm. It's, it's, it's JB's Broughton Park, actually. <laughs> um, Alex Sanderson's dad's Broughton Park. I don't have is that really? Right. That is right. I didn't know that. And Simon McIntyre's Broughton, Broughton Park. Yes. And at one point, Dan Scorber's Broughton, Broughton Park. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yes, but other results, some other cracking results this weekend. Uh, do you know, essentially, he's not pe- played again. No, I didn't actually. I didn't check the, the results this week. Yeah, they, they've had another week off. The Albion won. The Albion. Albion. the Albion beat Leeds, which is good. Uh, I haven't checked the results for Preston yet, though. So I, I think it's either Preston-Blackburn this week or next week. I think it's next week. Now, if it's next week, that's interesting because I have a week off. Ooh. And I, I'm going to go and watch that if anyone fancies coming with me. Well, is it in Preston? Or, well, it doesn't really matter, does it? Play at Preston no, yeah, they're, they're, they're yeah. about 10, 15 miles apart. That is going to be an absolute epic if, it, if it's next week. Hmm, what's the... 
We didn't we didn't do pre- predictions in our Six Nations. Oh, we didn't. Pod, did yeah, we? we'll have to we'll have to cover that off later when we do the predictions yes. for, for Premiership games. Uh, but I just want you to have that image of JB getting belted on the back of the head and saying, "Podcast that." In a, sli- <laughs> in a slightly uh, mid mank mid Scouse accent. Uh, just more, more yeah, more Scouse than mank, but yeah. yeah. Have that in your head when you consider how you can support the podcast because that, that <laughs> that's the uh, <laughs> that's that's what happens as a consequence of making sure there's rugby fixes every single Monday, fifty two weeks of the year for eight and a half seasons and counting. Yeah, and we we appreciate your support whether it's just by hitting subscribe, whether it's by leaving a five star review, or whether it's by. Uh, Getting a bit of extra content and supporting us at patreon.com forward slash egg chasers. We really, really appreciate yeah. it. I nearly, asked, I nearly thanked him for listening. <laughs> <laughs> I assume you must be a listener, which is, which is really cool. Um. They, I mean, I'd say actually, of, of the three of us, I, I'm, I'm very glad that you're still the one that is playing regular, regularly because you're just giving people the opportunity to. Yeah. Uh, I, someone said something to me, it's very similar. It was. I was playing Broughton Park second Talking team. Talking to the mic. Broughton Park second <laughs> team against Birkenhead Park. Very similar thing happened. Podcast that. Uh, so Blackburn Hoppers is at Hoppers and it is on Saturday, 12th of February. I'm watching that. Without shadow of a doubt, I'll go and watch that. I might be keen for that, actually. Be, yeah, that would be a cracking game. At Blackburn. Uh, uh, Preston. Oh, Preston. Yeah, Blackburn, second on the table, although they played 18 games. Preston, third in the table on 17 games. Otley, top of the table. Mm. Have you played Otley? Played Otley, yeah, quite a few times. Mm. Tough tough place to go. Exciting stuff, isn't it? Exciting mm. stuff. Uh, who watched the Premiership then? What game? I watched the... Uh, which game? Did I, I watched most of the Sale game. Yeah. Yep. We, should, a, we should start there. That was the most significant game of the weekend. It, well, I, I think, ex, well, Exeter Wasps was a... I didn't watch it. I've seen the highlights of Exeter Wasps. That's a f- it feels like a fairly significant game, even if it has uh, slightly less implications on the table. Yeah, maybe I'm getting carried away with the whole sale thing. I'm, I'm st- when they beat Leicester last week, I started to wonder: could they? Could they? Can they? Because they've got they're relatively unaffected by internationals, they and, are. and in fact, to contrast that, not only are they not affected by internationals. But players that have been unavailable to them while everyone else has had their internationals are now coming back. In this case, Manitoulangi and Fafta Clerk. And one which no one's mentioned, Kobus Visa. Mm. So that's a... Hang on, is it Kobus Visa? Have I made that up? Hang on, have I made that name up? The lock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. You, yeah, so you know, lock slash six. So lots of so, so lots of reinforcements. A South African lock slash six. You wouldn't believe like, it, they, would they, you? They, <laughs> <laughs> They, yeah. need, they needed him. Yes. The reason I'm doubting myself, I'm thinking of Jasper Visa, but he's, yeah, he's, he's a brother, less, isn't he? He's yes. Leicester Tigers. Is he brother? Is that right? Are they brothers? Yeah, yeah. And the other... Are they, uh, no, hold on. Are they brothers? Yeah, I'm sure they are. Yeah, they absolutely I, are brothers. I, I thought they were brothers. Yeah, yeah Kobus Visa. And the other reason I'm doubting myself is because I had Kobus Visa then. But Kobus Visa was the very famous lock back in the day that used to batter everyone who used to pack down with um, John Andrews. John Andrews? See, now I'm really... <laughs> <laughs> is it Andrews? The, the, the big lock Andrews. Do you remember him? Paul Andrews? Yes. Paul Andrews? No. Mark, uh, Mark, Mark Andrews. Andrews. Mark there Andrews. we go. There we go. Yes. So, 
Yep, great. I'm, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> really demonstrating our rugby knowledge <laughs> for the last two minutes. Wow. Cobus Fisa, he's brothers with I didn't. I didn't know that. I assume they were, but I assume the Carreras boys... Uh, he's the younger brother of Jasper Visa. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you know what, I but, ju- well, I, I assume the Carreras brothers, the well, Carreras boys... But, but they're not. They're not brothers. Yeah. No. The, New, the Newcastle and both Gloucester wingers, ones. Both Argentinian wingers playing in the Premiership. Well, one of them plays 10 for Argentina, but plays on the wing. And, and nobody knows this. No, and no one, Gloucester, neither club seems to know if it's their one that plays <laughs> 10, because neither, and none of us obviously know, because he's not playing 10 in the Premiership. Exactly. Um, the other one which blows my mind, right? There is no relation between Janzi van Rensburg and Benhard van Rensburg. Apparently but, van Rensburg... Hang on. No, no, it's not just Van... It's Janzi... Benhard, Janzi van Rensburg. Van, van Rensburg. And, uh, really? Janzi van Rensburg? I'm sure it is. Wow. Yeah, there's quite a few <laughs> Janzi van Rensburg. You're going to tell me that uh, JP Dupree and John Luke Dupree, second rows, the South African second rows, that both play for the sale with basically the same names... And face. ...and not brothers. No, they are brothers. They no, are brothers. JP... Oh, and, JP! And no, JL. they are not. JP and JL Dupree are not brothers. No, no, they are They are, Lu- they are not. Ludicrous. Although JP and... Oh, it doesn't matter. They're, J- they're, JP right. and Rob. I, I'm just looking... I'm looking I'm, there's some entertainment to be had out. I'm looking at pictures of the... Other Cobus Visa. And the other Cobus Visa. He's massive, Firstly, isn't he? He's well, he huge. Was. Look how high he wears his shorts in that South Africa kit. <laughs> nice. But, yeah, that is old school. You, you know why he does that? Because he can. No one, no one will tell him not to. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a feature, not a bug. But when you look at him now... He's huge, isn't he? <laughs> he's still he looks like a car, He looks like a cartoon. He does look like a cartoon. <laughs> he's enormous. Nice hair. Cartoon superhero. His hair's amazing. That's ridiculous. An incredible man. A very good pundit, actually. Oh, is he? Yeah. I think I communicated with him on Twitter once. I was going to have him on Rugby Dungeon. I, I, mm. I, seem, I seem to remember. That'd be cool. Yeah. Old school. Jeez. Very old school. Um, Imagine right. him and... Oh. Wow. <laughs> He's enormous, isn't he? <laughs> He's another Still massive. Um, right. Yeah. Games this weekend. Right. So you think sales shocks are the most consequential? Remember well, no, well, because I, I've started to think that they can, with the players they're coming back in this six-week block, they could come out of this Six Nations period mm. with six wins under their belt or five wins mm. un- five or six wins yeah. under their belt and be in the top six looking up at the top four you want a hell of a with everyone else beating each other all the time yeah well the next game is Sale uh, sorry is Worcester at home you'd suspect <gasps> five point win yeah Diamond Returns Diamond Returns yeah oh, I can't wait for that Saturday at 12 oh no I'm juicy we could be going to, I've just said I'm going to, going to Preston I'd rather go to... I don't know what I'm going to do now. <laughs> Can you do both? Not really. You get It'd be to tough. S- you get to see Dimes again in the press room or whatever. Or, or outside. Press outside. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the reason I say that's a, that's Wasps Exeter more consequential, obviously the way the game panned out with Wasps scoring first, Exeter then scoring 26 unanswered points and Wasps then scoring 19 unanswered points including the winning try in the 83rd or 84th minute. Um means that Wasps actually leapfrog Exeter. Wasps who have not been having a particularly oh, good yeah. season. Amazing, isn't it? With some incredible results, yeah, um, right. but also some fairly poor results throughout the season. To be in sixth place is quite remarkable, actually. They are so good at sort of managing the loss of their talent, which sounds like a damning faint praise, but it seems every year 
they've just dealt hammer blow after hammer blow of people leaving. This year it's no different. Fafita's going to go. He's excellent. Fekatoa. Fekatoa's going to go. Fekatoa isn't, um, is that confirmed yet? He's going to Munster. Munster. Yeah, Munster. He's, yeah he's I think excellent. it is confirmed. But I think they will somehow Gopeth. sign replay. Oh, yeah, Gopeth Gopeth. as well. Gopeth, yeah. yeah. It seems every year like they're just losing lads. But I do think that they'll be able to recruit well enough to make this hurt less. They seem to be very, very good at that, actually, whether it be Dan Frost or whoever else it is they pick up from the championship or sign wisely from overseas. Yeah. Tom, Tom Cruise, Robin Hislop. Um, There's loads of them. Yeah. Who's the outside? You know, the, both, both of the scrum halves behind... Sim, um, what, was, what was the flanker they got from Rotherham that ended up having to retire due to injury? Wait for it. Sam Jones. No, Sam, no, Sam Jones came through their academy. Did he? But he also... He, he used the England training set, the judo. Yeah. Sam Jones, it uh, wasn't, um, oh, he went to Tigers, and then, uh, and then Isha. Not Isha. I'm having a nightmare. No, you're really. thinking of Guy Thompson. Guy Thompson, yeah. Because he came from the championship. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then went he back did. to the championship, and he's at Jersey now. Is he? Yeah. Still he, was, he, was at, he was at Ealing for a little bit. Ealing, that's one of them. No, who's the one, there's one, Alex Reed. Ah, Alex uh, Reed. Yes. Reed. 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 Yeah. There you go. They'll just go and find another Alex Reader. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're remarkably good at they're remarkably good at spending what little money that they have. Although in the last couple of seasons there's been a couple of misses as well. Sopwonga. Yeah. Yeah. That's you're interesting. Right. So when they do spend big money, they sometimes do get it wrong. Well, Tomorrow Allen would be another one. Tomorrow Allen. Yeah, although I think he's, uh, he's I think he's he's proved himself now. Yeah, I think he took a while Is to bed. Is he not in. on his way out? He may well be on his way well out. He may well be, but he's he's but uh, he, yeah. He took a while to bed in. He's been excellent. But some of the talent they had, like Willie LaRue, Sir Charles Piertel, Curtly Beale. Yeah. They were three class Sippers back in the day, Eastman back in the day. Yeah. They had, they've really gone through it. They've had some, some interesting and generally very positive appointments uh, uh, alongside all the talent they've got yeah. from the Championship. I think, well, I, do you know, I think Vincent Cotton next year might be the best signing in, in the league. It's a great signing. Isn't it just? Uh, let me just mention the championship, actually, seeing as you just brought it up. Oh, uh, there's a significant uh, few fixtures, actually, this weekend at the top of the table. And well, mainly, those that, that wonderful team, uh, Jersey Reds got a five-point win, um, mm. so they keep up the, the chase. But the significant result, and Ealing Trailfinders got a five-point win as well uh, to stay top and clear because Cornish Pirates were held to a draw Uh-oh. at Richmond. One wow. wonderfully coached team, twenty-four all, sensationally coached, sensationally team. coached Aren't team, and and who scored Richmond's um, third and decisive try? Mark, it's got to be Mark Bright. Mark Bright, did of he? Of course, yep. it's Mark Bright. Of course, it is. So apparently, Mark Bright has got a picture of some haggard old man somewhere. This is according to my sources. Do you know Mark Bright played? Oh, obviously you'd know what he played in New Zealand because I think he is from. He's New yeah, Zealand. he's he's cute. Um, but yeah, apparently he's got some, a picture of a haggard old man somewhere, which he uses as inspiration to, to go out <laughs> and work out, which uh, I quite like that little detail. Ridiculous. That is actually ridiculous. <laughs> um, is. Oh, actually, before we get into Premiership r- Rugby, kudos to you and uh, Dougie from Mall Over Podcast and everyone else involved. Uh, great production for the Chinna RAF game on Wednesday night. Very you enjoyed well. that. I did enjoy it. I thought I, I, I thought it was absolutely quality. And I tell you what else it's done more broadly because of the build up to this game. You've been talking about it. it's made me really look into uh, forces rugby, and I'm falling in love with this a little bit. I think it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, just to explain, if you if you're not aware what JB's talking about, 
there was a test run of something, and you, you rightly mentioned Dougie from uh, the Mallover podcast. Those are those are top lads, and hopefully it's the start of much more. And hopefully, um, you know, you two boys can be knock, knocking around at the next game, or mm. Um, mm. or communicating via satellite link up, or whatever it, <laughs> whatever whatever it may be. be. But you know, this is just the, the launch pad and the start. But on our YouTube channel, which is Egg Chasers on YouTube. Uh, a game was broadcast of, as you say, the RAF's first warm-up game ahead of the inter-services competition, which happens through, I think, March and April. And big, significant games for, for those sides, which are at a very good level. And they played against Chinna. We broadcast the game. It was a as prof- it was a, a professional setup, testing some systems and equipment. So there were likely to be mistakes. But on the whole, I think I agree with you. It was a, a huge success. Lots of the lessons were learned. And you can go and watch it on our YouTube channel now. Perfect. Here's to more. Exactly right. So, let's talk about what the RAF are up to. So, the RAF, in fact, all the forces, I think this is why I quite like it, they're all building towards putting an actual uh, service team together. So, the RAF's team is warming up. This week, the Royal Artillery beat the engineers. The engineers are coached by a player that used to play with Tim, ex-army captain, uh, not rank, but the, uh, the rugby captain, Daryl uh, Ball, yep. is the coach of the, en- of the engineers. Meanwhile, the did, what, did the Marines play again? I'm not sure they did actually. Someone else played for the Navy, but they're all sort of going through all the different, uh, well, all the different de- departments trying try, trying to work out their teams. And as I was sort of working out who did what, here is a tournament for you, which will blow your mind. So the Royal Marines have a tournament called the Albion Bowl. So this starts on Monday, and there's. Four different marine teams. So, you know, what, whatever, whatever they are, like four, two. I'm not, I'm not sure what the other one is. There's the, there's a training centre, and there is the. Um, it's like a barbarians team for anyone else who wants to play who can't. So they start on Monday. It's a round robin. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. They play every day of the week. They Whoa. then take a day off on Friday. <laughs> And on Saturday, they have the final in Sandy Park. How cool is that? That is that's really awesome. cool. Albion Bowl. I mean, that sounds like a game someone wants to... I mean, I'm not sure if I want to be caught up in that crowd of 600 Marines in Sandy Park <laughs> getting leathered. But, you know... And also, you've got to remember, Exeter have one hell of a history with the Royal Marines mm. as well because of where they're based. The other one, apparently, which is great fun, is Paris versus Marines, which I've been informed is a great match. But what you start to realise, and I might have mentioned this the other day, there are certain branches of, of the armed services or, you know, certain regiments or whatnot, and you assume that they would clean up. Like, you would assume, wouldn't you, that the Royal Marines would be the best rugby team in the Navy. I mean, they might be. I, I don't know. But, of course, if you are a Royal Marine, it's unlikely you'd have passed selection if you're built like a prop or, indeed, a large second row. So where do they get their second rows and props from? Well, people like weapons loaders, because all they're doing is, you know, bench-pressing bombs all day. So, yeah, it's it's quite interesting seeing where all these different, peop- different people come from. And you can obviously see why the army were probably going to be heavy favourites. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I've got to say, just... I mean, you, you chat to guys in the RAF regularly, and not least on your Pilot Episodes podcast. Exactly. Fine, upstanding gentlemen that they are. But to a man, uh, what I loved is they just got it and they um they let us have total access and were completely open and just let let us have in their huddle to hear all the chat they were saying in the dressing room at half time and they, they they it wasn't just yes you can have a camera in the dressing room it was yeah just if you want to listen to our team talk go for it it was really really cool 
Good guys. And you had um, Josh McNally there. Josh McNally, yeah. You know, something you said to Josh, Josh McNally, I'd be interested to see if you really think this. Think he's close to an England call-up? He can't be far off, can well, he? Well, I, I, when I was chat, when I knew that he would be coming down to watch the game and I'd have a chat to him, I, I did think, how did we not mention him as a potential tight head lock? Because he is... I think you might feel hard done by that Nick is Um Well, uh, yeah, thoroughly good guy. Excellent. Right, so now we, now we can get into the rugby. Yeah. Sales Hawks. Awesome, aw- awesome win. I mean, let's be honest, that Harlequins team wasn't uh, exactly what Harlequins would like to play Sales Sharks with, but a win at the Stoop is still a win at the Stoop. They uh, battered them. Yeah. It wasn't really close, was it? They were the better team right throughout the game. And they they had that lovely balance of the raw power of a load of meathead South Africans, and they got the kids in. Uh, you know, there's Reed, some... Reed Roebuck quirk in the back line. Yeah, you know, uh, Reed. We spoke about last week. I do like Roebuck. I mean, Roebuck, hundred kilograms, six foot two, speedy, powerful. This is what I'm talking about. First finish was great. Second finish was even better. Yeah, mm. I do feel that Sale have been fairly stale with the back three play. Because they don't have an electric fullback. They have, they have Hammersley, who I like, who do basic fullback stuff well. Love Byron, obviously. L- obviously, I love Byron. Incredible defensive. But again, yeah, obviously, he's approaching 30. And they're all the back three players that we, yeah. That we well, yeah, need and, to talk about. And of course, there's Yordi, right? Who is also getting on in age, and he's definitely not the player he was in his Harlequins. They were always in the Irish days. So you are l- lacking a bit of a cutting edge. Robux came in, okay, lighter skid. Byron has still got a, lot, got a lot to offer. The fullback position can stay a little bit safe, whether that be... But I do think that Luke, Luke James... Luke James can beat the first defender all yeah, the time. Yeah, he's playing some nice oh, rugby. Yeah. And he's got good oh, set yeah, of hands. How did I not say Luke James? You've got four local kids in the back line. Get the yeah. kids in. Get the kids Get in. Get the kids in. That's what I always say. Yeah. Get the kids yeah. in. <laughs> and, there's, and then there's Reed, who I'm not sold on yet. But I think... You know, he just needs to get more, more, more. He's had a lot of injuries. Yeah, and he'll get the game time, so that's absolutely fine. Uh, I am still, for the life of me, baffled, baffled by the Rob Dupree selection at thirteen. I mean, can you, you you know, more about rugby than me? Can someone tell me what's going on? I I can't work it out. He he finished the try nicely with a little faff chip over the top. He also there was a moment in the first half. I think it was. I think it might have been shortly after the. the quirk break and offload where there was a three on two or a four on three down the left hand side and he did miss two straight to the winger which just allowed all of the three defenders just to drift and smash Reed on the left wing it was remarkable really it was Uh, and it it, appears to have defensive frailties appears would be a kind way to put it however he keeps getting picked so it's clearly something that that our untrained eyes don't see or don't know precisely I asked Anderson about this last week and he says Look, we see it in training. We just, you know, he likes him. So that will be that. I just can't get it. I just don't get it. Sam, Sam James was, I think he's captain aside. He's certainly been vice captain a lot of times. He stepped at fly half. He's a cracking player. I mean, I wonder if he's on his way out. Maybe. God, I hope not. I, do, I can't see that being the thing, though. Still need to, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, I, would like, I, I would like to see more Sam, uh, Sam James and a little less Rob Dupree in the 13 shirt. Hmm. In any shirts? I would never say that. That'd be disrespectful. <laughs> um, Manu's back. Yeah, not, not for, tw- for twenty minutes, and looked destructive when he was there. A very nice hit on Esther Hazen. Mm, not a lot else, but 
he's back. Yeah, I mean, which is sometimes not a good thing because it it gets your hopes up. It does, doesn't it? Get it him walking up the hills, he'll be fine. <sighs> just don't know. What do you do with him? Like it's hot. Mm. In, Keep him out of the gym so he doesn't get too massive. Yeah, play in, him in, once every blue moon. Don't let him do battle ropes so he puts on half a kg on his arms. England could have done with a bit of go forward in the back line this weekend. I've just got this horrible feeling that Sale will get him fit. England will pick him for the last two games of Six Nations or last game of Six Nations and then he gets hurt. That, that's how I see it. Injured in the last game of the Six Nations. Yeah, and then he's out for, out for another eight months. months. Or even worse, is Sale get reliant on him being absolutely dominant and then he gets hurt just before playoffs or something just, like that. Yeah. Gets him to playoffs and then gets hurt. Well, just looking, they're nine points off the playoffs. Ten, isn't it? Oh, it doesn't matter. It's two wins. Two wins. They're on 34 and Quinn's in fourth are on 43. Uh, 34 and 43, correct. Nine points. Nine points is doable. It is doable, but I don't see those... I mean, I think those top teams... Let's just talk about the top top. Two weeks ago, before they played Leicester and Quinn's, you were thinking, nah, but they've taken ten points from those games. Mm. So the top top two teams, the top two are locked in, I think, which is Saras- yeah. um, Leicester in first and Saracens in second. And it is a second. one giant bun fight, everyone down to Sale, who are in, what, eighth or ninth? Uh, Sale ninth. currently in ninth, yeah. Everyone down to ninth is thinking we can get top four. Yeah, Why le- do legitimately. Why do the top two are nailed on and not the top three? I think, I think Gloucester probably are. Yeah, I think they're nailed on, I really do. It's just, I, I think they've been... I think they've been brilliant this year. I'm still, I'm still surprised that they've been as brilliant as they have been. Yeah, but I'm watching it every week, and they've been brilliant every week. And they've, they're doing it from a place of really, really solid foundations. I, like I, I love basic rugby. They're basic dr- nuts and bolts rugby. Their driving mall again was causing all sorts of problems as a driving mall itself as an attacking weapon. But then, like the Ollie Thorley try came yeah. because there was room outside because of the threat of the driving mall. Uh, just the psychological stress it puts you under. Because Irish actually dealt with the mall brilliantly. There was no issues with how they dealt with the mall. I think maybe the first try was a result of a mall. In fact, maybe two of them were. But they stopped the actual mall. Um, but it just keeps you thinking all the time. You're always worried about giving away penalties. You're always worried mm. when they kick into the corners. And their defence is good. Really good. So, yeah, you say top two. I'd say top three. But then I think Harlequins are too good not to finish in that top fourth position. Yeah. Uh, Harlequins, when they get um, their England boys back, when Dombran and Marler and Smith and March and are all back, they'll be fine. They, uh, But then if we say that, if we say the top four are nailed, well, then what's everyone else bothering about? Because no, no one, if the top four are nailed, no one else is getting into the top four. Mm, and it doesn't... It doesn't feel like no one else will get into the, the top four. And, and I am now actually. Quins are away to Saracens next weekend. They are then home to Wasps, away to Worcester, home to Newcastle. So yeah, they're going to pick up some wins. This is all during the Six Nations period, and then away yeah. to, and then away to Bristol. So actually, they could get through the Six Nations period all right, and then everyone's back, and they've got Irish away, Sale at home. Oh no, that's Premiership Rugby Cup. Mm. Uh, oh no, when's that? End of, <laughs> end of March uh, Sorry, then they've got Irish away Then they're into Europe And then they've got Leicester at home And Northampton away So they need, like without their England players I'm going to say they have to win some of these games yeah. Several oh, yeah. of these games Because their, well, ru- their running is really tough Sales <laughs> next to home games Gloucester away at the end of May If we look at the teams If we go down in order 
and give a a little, a medium bit or a big bit on how affected these teams are by internationals. Yeah. Starting with Leicester. Not much. A little to a medium. Yeah. So Ford, Ford, Ford and Genge. Stuart Genge. Yeah. Stuart, I think they've, they can replace broadly. Ford for Billy Burns. Billy Burns Freddie, Ford Freddie Burns is good. Genge is... He's, He's unique in what he does, but he's replaceable. So yeah, low end of little. Yeah, Saracens, not that much anymore. So they've still got talent playing for England, but they've got talent and they've got systems. So me, little to medium, moderate. Gloucester, fine, little, n- little. Yeah, Quins, decimated, significant, significant. Yes, Northampton. Mm. Big, missing bigger, missing courts, missing Ludlum. Is, yeah, that is big. That is big for them because they're the best players. And, and Ludlum at the minute, they're captain. Yeah. So yeah, upper end of medium, I think. Wasps. Not really. Not, not much. Not, yeah, not much. I can see Launchbury getting a call up. I can see Barbary getting a call up, but they've been playing out without those boys for half the time anyway. Chiefs. Significant, devastated. Yeah, Quins and Quins and Chiefs. Quins and Chiefs. London Irish, not at all. Not at all. Sale, other than Tom Curry, but they've got one spare. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then we're we're out because Bristol in tenth. Um, they're eight points behind Sale. I think even with the best weather in the world, Bristol struggle to compete with that eight point deficit to Sale, and then a it's a um seventeen point deficit. Yeah, that's not happening. That's too much that's not happening so yeah so yeah that's and this Quinns and Exeter are the most affected I think Quinns are vulnerable yeah I to, think to so not, not making that fourth place and yeah, I, do you know what might really be the problem with this actually it's not so much that they're just vulnerable to lose these games but that mindset goes that you know winning mentality and, and all the habits well they were in a worse place la- at this time last year were they? What, like yeah. Points wise, well, as in they were outside the top four. They were outside the top four, and they were just starting their run under new leadership. But crucially, uh, Marcus Smith and Don Brandt exactly weren't playing for England. Correct. Yeah, they. Just... So yeah, I'd rather I'd rather be in their position last year than this year. Yeah, in this game they just felt a little bit underpowered. You know, particularly back uh, back row. Wise, I like Luke Wallace, perfectly reasonable player, as is Archie White. I thought Archie White played wonderfully uh, start of this year, back end of last year, in the back row with, well, what's your boy? Who's Will Evans. In, yeah, Will Evans. Mm. Who's also, he must be not far back. Far I, I right hope now. so, yeah. You'd hope so. You know, Will, uh, Will Evans, Don Brandt. So, yeah, a good player, but when you had them all together, and I really like uh, Tualani. Tu- Tawalani. Tawalani. I think he's a, you know, he's a, he's, he's a good operator. He's a big, strong boy. But then you add them all together, it's just a bit of a mix. They're not a settled unit. Yes. There's, there's a lot of disruption and like props being missing. Phil Colo and Will Collier, whose scrimmaging has been so good. Yeah. Um, obviously, Joe Marler out the mix as well. It's, I tell it's you, a lot of disruption. In a team which got absolutely battered today, I really enjoyed some of Caden Murley's feet. Caden Murley, over the last, I, I thought, I think he's still a very solid player, but he's showing a lot more attacking threat than this season than he has done for the last yeah, couple I of years. Yeah, I think he's quietly put yeah. himself into, you know, not maybe international contention, but still, they must be looking at him. If they're looking at Lewis Liner, they must be looking at Caden Murley. Surely. He's got, he's got um, 
compare if you had to compare him to uh, another player, uh, Jack Knoll might be yeah might be a yeah, reasonable five, comparison. Five ten, mid nineties, kg something R- like that. BSB. I th- I think um, Knoll slightly more explosive off yeah. the line, but yep, yeah, I, I can see that comparison definitely. Mm. Um, yeah, but Sale looking good. So good win for Sale. Uh, now S- solid win for Gloucester. Yeah, r- no, it was a great win for Gloucester. Yeah, I think they'll be disappointed not to get the bonus point. Did they not get get? Did no, they get it? three three tries. Not. Uh, oh right. It okay. was nice to see friend of the pod and uh, Phil standing Jamal Ford Robinson getting some love um, in in the pregame build up. Yeah, yeah, enjoyed that. By the way, George. Oh, they had the Georgian Georgie cover Levaladsky or whatever his name is. Yeah, he had a tough game, a real tough game. So I think it was his first Premiership start. First start, yeah. Uh, I mean, he did well in at spots, and I think he'll get a lot better. But my word, it was um, it was difficult for him. And I think playing Irish as well, it doesn't it doesn't get much hold of that because they are very good at, good out wide. Yeah, and they they shut Irish out. They did. Yeah, not many teams keep Irish to seven points. Mm. Yeah. Very good point. If these playoffs were played today with this top four, I think Gloucester would win it. With the, well, they they have got closest to the full squad, haven't they? Yeah, but I know everyone gets a full squad spot. Actually, oh. that's a lie. I I think if everyone's Saracen. got their full squad, oh god, it's tough. for two games actually. Yeah, if everyone's got full squad, including injuries, so Saracens get Saracen get uh, Farrell back as well as Atoji and Jamie George, and then you got. LRZ and Harris back in as well. Har- Harris, that. yeah, Harris will make a probably a bigger difference. And than Atkinson, LRZ, yeah, Atkinson. I just, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, they're good. Maybe a stacked Saracens over two games is, is still are still the favourites to win this. Mm. And Leicester have been they have been the team to beat this year. Yeah. So. Even they, even Borthwick though says he was lucky to get one over on Saracens when they came to Welford Road. I tend to agree with. So you know there there is that, but Saracens lost at home to Gloucester. Mm. He's one of their few. Lo- uh, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm going to stick with what I said to start with. If it came down to it and they played today, I think Gloucester would win the Premiership playoffs. Mm. Start today. We'll see how it develops. Um, I mean, bearing in mind, so what you're saying is, that's this it. This could very well be Gloucester's this year. This could be Gloucester's 2022. year. 2022. Imagine if it is. I'd love to see him win. See him win. I'd love it. It would be not dissimilar. I mean, obviously, it's slightly different in the way that it's organised and the, the lack of chaos. But it would not it would not be dissimilar in the incredible turnaround that Quinn's had last season. I know it would be over the length of a whole season, but it would be of those proportions from where Gloucester have come to and where they are potentially heading very similar story like even down to the coaches they've got this inexperienced coaching team and this is what gets me the inexperienced coaching team have proven to be an absolute gem and it's not just one inexperienced coach it's the whole group of Mm -hmm. them you know Don Waldock who would have how many names would I have had to have gone through (laughs) before I got to Don Waldock as defence coach defence coach for Gloucester allegedly he's brilliant but it's it's, it's, look at him Shutting out teams, yeah, and it's not just that; it is it is the whole setup. So they were in Hartbury, where uh, it, it didn't feel like it was their own home, and you couldn't have coffee with the boys that what? easily. You're out in the middle of nowhere. Um, whereas now they're in town at King's Home, training ground right there. 
yeah. new pitch that suits the way yeah. they play. The indoor, the outdoor pitch that they can train on exactly. and the indoor facilities. And, and the indoor facility. To it. They have uh, the fans. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style in for training once a month they're connected with the city again it's just there's a lot that is coming together a lot of the jigsaw pieces are all fitting mm. but maybe yeah. i i think i think they could win it i don't think they will win it this year so i think maybe next year could be Gloucester's next year, year is Gloucester's yeah, year right it is next year yeah a few Two more bits to the to the jigsaw bit more experience next uh, year have they announced any signings yet for next year if they have, I've got. There's certainly no one noticeable. No, I can't think of anyone. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Um, there were two very predictable games this week in Leicester Tigers at home to Worcester Warriors. What, you didn't. Yeah. Sorry, can I just be clear? You didn't think Bath were going to continue their winning streak? <laughs> this... Unbeaten in 2022 had to come to an end at some it point. It did, didn't it? Can't believe so, it. I think basically what we're learning is Leicester and Bath cannot win in the same weekend. Because Leicester lost yes. two when Bath won two, and now now it's normal order has re- returned. Yes, and the Saracens game, uh, from what I saw of it, was entirely predictable. Um, a pounding from the forwards that opened the space for the likes of Maitland and Good to exploit towards the end of the game. So tell me if I'm being unfair here, right? I, I did my picks for the weekend. The only one I got wrong was Bristol, um, and I'm just looking at. Who is playing for Bath? I thought, you know, man for man, they match up fairly well. But how do you win games when so many of your squad have been signed mid-season? So, Darcy Ray was a mid-season signing. That just reeks of desperation mid-season. I mean, not that you have to be desperate to play Darcy Ray. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, you need to be planning these things out and having the guys in pre-season camp and all the rest. Very rarely should you bring in a mid-season player. So, Darcy Ray would be one. Um, Nathan Hughes would be the other one. M- Morozov is another one. Uh, Joe Simpson, another one. Tom Joe Pridey, Simpson, who was another at, one. at Saracens yeah. earlier this year for a, per- for a brief period. You cannot win a Premiership I'd game. Probably, was, he, was he Saracens and Bath and Gloucester all in the same season? Uh, or it might be... Gloucester. might Saracen be and, and Ealing Trailfinders. And he's, <laughs> he's a Gloucester player, though, isn't he? Yeah, he was he on loan to some or all of those clubs. He seems a little bit too good to be just knocking about all these clubs. I don't know what's mm. going on there. It'd be interesting to find out. Um, 
Yeah, so I just don't think you can win any games, actually, well, when you're... Well, and they, Red, they did last week. And Cam Redpath is another mid-season signing. Last season. Last season, yeah. Or two seasons ago. They did... Well, oh, well, they, I can't remember. They did win last yeah. weekend, but this was a... And this was an utter beatdown. Yes. Yeah. Too many kids. You never win anything with kids. Like we all always say. As as we always say. Always all say All of that. us always say that all of the time. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, um, did either of you see Ulster? No, tell me, about, tell me about your pride, Ulster man. The two, the two boys um, who were dropped from the island squad, Mike Lowry and Balakoon, just looked quality. You can see they've got the bit between their teeth and it will be fighting for those Irish places, which is brilliant for Ireland because you've got competition across the board. Mm. But very, very nice win. Who did you play? Connacht. Uh, tough, tough team. Very good team. Good, don't, good. don't lose many players. Good squad out. Uh, decent McCloskey back. That is good. I which, like him. Which is good. Balakun and Mike Lowry coming back. Obviously... Um, Dwayne Vermarlin playing and leading and looking excellent. On McCloskey, right? His island dream is over, isn't it? Probably. But right. he's probably about four or five years younger than Bundiaki. So is he? How old is he? I'm guessing here, I'd say Bundiaki's 32. Yeah. Uh, McCloskey's 28. Okay, so he is, yeah, he's getting up there in age. He needs to get his. In my mind, he needs to be a. Regular stars and now. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it's 29, McCloskey. No, it's fine. He, he's he's Get he's, to the Premiership. He's, a, he's an excellent player. Yeah, he, he should probably go and get some Premiership cash. Exactly. Or, no, Ulster. Stick with Ulster. Stick with Ulster. Well, they're, doing th- they're, they're top of the URC, albeit other teams below them have played fewer games. But they're nonetheless top with uh, seven wins from ten. Uh, the top 14 table in, in France, have you seen that? No, no idea. It's quite interesting what's going on there. Why? What is going on? Top is Bordeaux and Montpellier and Lyon and Cast. Toulouse are at 5th, but Toulouse um, and Racing 92 are 5th, 6th. But then Toulon are bottom. What? Clermont are mid, mid-table looking yeah, looking over their shoulder. So it's interesting. Toulon are bottom, a bit wow. Of a, bit of a shake-up going on. Yeah, in French domestic. Rugby. Toulon getting relegated would be delightful. Interesting, yes. Well, they've got the world record signing. Uh, Colby. Yeah, yeah. And Jesus, is he even playing at the moment? I, I don't know what goes on in France, and I wish I had more time to dedicate to the yep. top four because I think I'd love it. I really do. But I would. I walked past a bar on Tuesday or Wednesday night. Tuesday night, and a bar near where I was staying down in London. Um, was showing top fourteen highlights really? at like nine pm on. I, I was so close to going in, but I was determined not to have a drink midweek. So I was like, I can't, I can't go in and order a diet coke. No, I'll just go and be miserable and go to bed. Well, so here's my question, right? I'll give you an example. Montpellier, they own Andre Pollard, who is going to be one of the highest paid players I imagine in the world if he's not already the one of the highest paid players. Well, he's the earning his corn this year. Yes. Is their second. But he's not, because he's not playing. And when he does play, he plays at 12. Is that right? Yeah. So I kind of raised this Fourth issue. Team. I was like, hang on, Leicester have just bought this guy who doesn't tend to play very much for Montpellier. Now, that might have changed, but certainly in the European competition, he was available, ready to play, and he didn't even make the bench. 
Yeah, he, he, he might be injured, but he didn't play this week. So they, he, he wasn't he wasn't even available until for them until December. Oh, yeah, right. fair enough. So you know, I wonder if Leicester are going to rue this decision of buying this guy because if he's doing rugby championship and whatnot, well, that goes on forever, from what I can tell. So they won't see him until well, same like you said then. Yeah, pretty much December. You might get a couple of games out of him before December. Then South, South Africa will tour the Northern Hemisphere. So you don't see him then. Yeah, that that'll take him from so rugby championship, which there's a couple of down weeks. Then you have autumn internationals, which finish kind of last week in yeah. November. So then you get him for um, European Cup. Yeah. So he's into European Cup, but then you don't lose him crucially during the Six Nations. That yeah, I guess. So, so. you kind of lose the first six or eight weeks of the season, but then you've in theory got him for the rest of the season. Here's playoffs. a question for you: in in Toulon who are bottom of the table, in their defeat at home to cast, 10 points to 22, they went down at home. Who started tight head prop for Toulon? I know who it is, because he's there. Kieran Brooks. Correct! Yes. Yeah. How's he think about that one? Who's yeah. uh, looking at coming back to the Prem? Is he? Yeah. Oh, well, he doesn't want to play in uh, the second division in France, does he? Why not? He gets some good, good, good cash there. Yeah, you do get good, very good cash there. Yeah, it's nice. Um... Yeah, too long ago, that would be incredible. It really would be. After, what, five, six years ago, three back-to-back-to-back... Who owns the club now? Because obviously it's not Bourgeois. It's not Bourgeois. I don't know. They must have some money if they're going going out and buying Colby. Chesney Colby. Who played 15 this week? Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Mm. Oh, they can go back and get Ashton again. Ashton (laughs) carved it up too too long. Might not be a a bad option for everyone. Mm, He is getting on now. He's training at Leicester. Yeah, I did see that. Which is interesting. Hmm. So what? Um, in the Bristol game, they carved it up against Newcastle. One of the <laughs> uh, Morahan. That try was awesome. Was that Mar- was that the Pierce O'Connor break? Rich uh, running from inside their twenty-two turnover ball. It wasn't a Pierce O'Connor break. It was kind of a team break. He the, played the, a part. The in urine, it. Try, yeah. urine try. Urine try Pierce O'Connor break. Ah, okay. Yeah, and then. They just wanged it from coast to coast and Morahan just gassed it. I'm so annoyed at this result. So this is the only result I didn't get, which obviously upsets me. And I just looked through the teams. I'm thinking, yeah, I like the Newcastle pack. They're well drilled. We talk about them all the time. Actually, that I can throw that in the bin now. They've only won four games, so I'm over it. And um, they did this last year. They started really well yeah. and then just went on an almighty losing streak that plummeted them down the table and... I think it might happen again. Bristol Bears started the game with Tom Whiteley at 10, who's actually a 9. Mm. Uh, is he ex-Saracens? I believe he is, isn't he? So, I'm like, there's no way you win a premiership game with a, with a 9 at 10. It's just not a thing that happens. But then, under Uren gets injured, he moves up into the 9 shirt, down to the 9 shirt, the magnificent Tiff Eden comes on, and away they go. Quite enjoyed Tiff Eden for a bit. Uh, was it last year or the year before, yeah. where he had a, a stint playing 10? So and played some nice stuff. He did, didn't he? So Tiffy even played 10. Did Sam Bedlow play 10 for him for a little while? He might have had one game at 10. I think Tiffy even might have got a yellow card or a red card or got injured or something. And Sam Bedlow... He, Sam Bedlow definitely scored the winning points in a game with a kick. Yeah, that was at the live Friday night match. Yeah, but I can't remember who that was against. I did quite like... Um, was it, did it lead up to a try or a penalty? I quite like um, Luke Pearce, yellow card in... 
both of the Bristol second rows, Atwood and then Joe Joyce, within a two-minute period oh, of yeah. one another. It was within a minute. Was, yeah. Both 40 minutes. Brilliant. On the clock. Yeah. Both defending their own line. Yeah. Right, you're going, and you're going to... And Mike Brown went on the same same phase, did he not? Was that not... No, was that not after half-time? Was, was that not before half-time and after half-time? Uh, yes. Yes, it was. I don't know. Um, uh, so, the first half, Bristol were awesome. The, uh, if I was a Bristol fan, I, I, that would be one of the most fun halves of rugby to watch. They just ripped them to shreds. More of that, please. 28-14 at half-time, and then you know both teams added seven points. Or, oh, yeah, because, yeah. Nine points. It was after, case. after 28 minutes, Bristol had scored 28 points, yep. so they're obviously on to... Um, Disappointed they didn't win 80 nil. On for 80, yeah. Well, Newcastle had also scored seven oh, points yeah. at that time. 80 points to... Well, you're going to have to... Uh, let's just say we triple it. 17. Yeah, or whatever. Or 21. 80, so a 100-point game, you were on for, roughly. They let us down. Massively, massive let down. Only but 58 five, points. Five tries in the first 28 minutes is ridiculous. Mm. So, so, my... Seven pound, which I started the season with, is now down to three pound ten because of that. Because of that, this one, one fixture. Result. There you go. The uh, house always wins, unless unless a betting company sponsors us, and then then we win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you win because you. No, yes. Yes, and yeah, and you. Yeah. Every everyone won in that situation. Everyone wins. Hey, actually, before we go on, let's just talk about um, plans for the end of March. Yes. Oh, yeah. Final for- final round of the Six Nations. Oh, we haven't talked about that email you were talking about as well. Oh yeah, read it. Well, let's let's um, talk about plans for the end of March. Yeah, plans for the end of March. Nineteenth round, March. six of the Six Nations, the final round of games. Is that right, or the fifth round of games? Yeah, final round of games. No, fifth, fi- final fifth, round of games, which is the fifth round of games. Uh, looks like um, going to be in Lisbon. Yes, we're going to go and wait. support Tier Two Rugby in Portugal, one of the rugby nations that hasn't received the love and attention it deserves because at, at sevens level they've been doing really, really well, and now at fifteens they're starting to. Really make some waves. Well, well, did you see the result this weekend? No. They travelled to Tbilisi to play Georgia. Oh, dear. And got a 25-all draw. Did they? That which, is which outstanding. I know, I know nothing apart from that fact, but I am going to go and watch the highlights of that game because that sounds intriguing. Good God. Not many teams, not many teams full stop go to uh, Tbilisi and get a result. Wow, that's amazing. Mm. And am I, is it right that in this rugby championship, World Cup spots will be finalised. It's over a two-year period, so I think Portugal aren't in the running for that, are they? So, yeah, there are definitely World Cup spots available. It's the, the mechanics of some of these World Cup qualifications are so complicated that you spend you have to spend hours to understand them, which I've not yet done, but I definitely will do ahead of actually landing in Lisbon. Well, what we do know is in Lisbon. Portugal are going to be playing Russia in the final round of their Rugby Europe Championship game on the, yes. on, on the weekend of the final round of Six Nations games and we will be in Lisbon. We will be finding some spot. What's what's the what's like the Negroni equivalent in Portugal? Vino oh. Verde. Vino Verde is a very nice it's Portuguese delicious, drink. Isn't it? Isn't so it? It's a very very light um white wine that is lightly sparkling. Lightly. Is it light sparkling? Very lightly sparkling. What is, yeah. Very young grapes, is it not? Yeah. Incredibly fresh. 
Yeah, it is nice. Really nice. Really, really. I, I, do, I, I do enjoy it. Very easy drinking. No, I've never been to Portugal. I had been once, and it was like hell on earth. I went to, um, where the hell was <laughs> it? Sell it. It sounds amazing. Come join us. <laughs> yeah, it was the Algarve. I've only been to the Algarve. When, 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 when did you go? Uh, about five or six years ago. For what reason? Uh, just a holiday. Okay, so I went to the Algarve, right? And uh, do you go to all like the like the resorts, the went the, to f- the golfing resorts? The, no, none of the golfing resorts, but a few of the little seaside towns with the little marinas and so nice, I, nice restaurants. I imagine I would like that. So I went for uh, a friend of mine's thirtieth, and the, the actual event itself was awesome. It was amazing, but we stayed in this golf resort, and it was like it was hell, like it was just golfers and cyclists everywhere. And like you get to the beach, there's like a little beachfront, and you went in there on a Sunday, and it's just middle aged. Nothing wrong with middle aged men, of course. But middle aged men, <laughs> present company, yeah, uh, considered. Like you know, men in their fifties who you know, with entry level Rolexes singing "Sweet Caroline" on a Saturday. It was just golfers, the golfing crowd, basically. It was awful. <laughs> golfing and cycling crowd. Can you imagine? I don't think we'll get too much of that in Lisbon. No, no. What I like is about the algorithm on my phone is I just typed in Lisbon in Google and it, the, the autocomplete top answer was Lisbon Rugby Club. Ah. Nice. But when I tap on that, uh, it's called, the names are called, uh, Club de Rugby São Miguel Bulldogs Rugby Field. Oh, lovely. Nice. Um, and then the, the first review of that is every place of this club are clean. Wow. <laughs> That's quite something. Club That's... de Rugby do Tecnico. Uh, Agronomia Rugby, uh, S- oh, Benfica Rugby Club. Wow. Okay, Benfica is one of the most ancient. Just wondering if we can get a game on the. I oh, know we'll be watching Portugal on the Saturday, we'll and Friday. we won't want a game on the Sunday. No, nope. I, I, no chance. I could be tempted. No game on the Sunday. Oops. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yes, we will. We will definitely be in I Portugal. Have already made a comprehensive map of rooftop bars. Yes, in Portugal. And What's food markets. What's the ground? And food markets. What's the ground that the national team? Uh, it, it, well, so we've got it listed here as the Estadio Nacional, also known as the National Stadium Sports Complex, which looks. Let's have a look. Uh, Forty thousand, or well, near enough. Thirty-eight thousand seat stadium. No way. Way, according to Wikipedia. They're, gonna, they're not going to fill that thing. So li- it is a little bit outside. So it looks like a short. Is it on the ben- Benfica play at the University Stadium. They should go and play there. Mm. Interesting. So yeah, I've got my. I've got a map of all the best cocktail bars in Lisbon now. I've got all the rooftop bars uh, keyed into my phone. Nice. And on a Google map. And now I'm just adding all the food markets. Yes, and food markets. We'll be, we'll be, and then we'll spend the whole weekend in an Irish bar. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Excellent. Uh, right. Fixtures next week? Uh, yes, go for it. Oh, the Worcester game, what happened there? Uh, they got smashed. Yes. They got, they got smashed. Uh, a, a combination of some nice hands out wide and through the middle. Um, Sam Mackie, Freddie Burns scored nice tries. And a lot of power from Leicester. The end. Steve Diamond just needs a little bit more time to get his... Uh... It'll come. Don't you worry about that. It'll, it'll come. Um <laughs> Can I just say one thing on the recruitment of Salmaki? I tell you what, this guy's awesome. He is a he big, is strong boy. Awesome. He's going to be an absolute star. I don't think we've seen the best of him yet. He's he's rapid. He's in brilliant shape, isn't he? 
Yeah. And that's and apparently that is the that is his thing. It's his work ethic off the field. He loves to work out. Nice. Who doesn't? Who, well, well, there are there are a few. I mean, we won't shame <laughs> them now, but there are a few. I just I just need to look at the uh, one player. Portugal's heaviest man is. Portugal's heaviest man. <laughs> no, no, heaviest rugby player, Jeffrey Moyes. Moyes, rugby union player. I need to see him. Why? Why have you? Oh, <laughs> Ooh, not all good weight. Well, it looks like you get go put it into low diff and scrimmage. <laughs> so, a lot of axial loading going on there. How big, w- big, big boy, big strong boy. How how heavy? What's his? Hundred thirty kgs. Okay, so Are like it's pants? like a lightweight French lock then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diet French lock. Yeah. Right. Premiership fixtures next weekend. Yeah. Friday night, we've got Bristol hosting London Irish. Um, I think that'll be a good game. I Bristol. think that'll be a really good game. Give me Irish. Give me Bristol. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go Bristol at home. Then Leicester, Northampton Saints. Leicester. Leicester. Yeah. Um, that's a tasty game. Saturday, Chiefs. This will be a tasty game. Chiefs host Gloucester. Gloucester. I'm I'm going Gloucester. Chiefs have to win this if they want a uh, shot of the playoffs. But give me Gloucester. Well, I mean, just on Chiefs, did you notice their team of um, of the weekend from the weekend? Sorry. Yes. I mean they've got some proper problems here. Uh, they've got two enormous props now. In the guy they got from New Zealand and this Patrick Shackelang. Shickling, who Shickling. came from Jersey. Is that right? Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, he's a good player, but can't scrimmage at all. Um, Janis Kirsten is a great player, not a second row. David Jenkins is 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen any pictures of David Jenkins? Uh, none especially memorable. Uh, you, He's a memorable looking boy. There you go. Okay, yeah. So while you do that, I'm going to show you a before and after because this is remarkable. Back to Jeffrey Moyes, Portugal's tight head prop. Right, okay. So let me show you that picture. Okay, before, right. yeah. I'm assuming that might be last season. Uh, now look at nice kit, by the way. Yeah, it's that, that's Narbon. Um, uh, okay, Prodida. Yep. And here we go. Ah, oh, fair play to the lad. Awesome. That is a yeah. Good work. That is an incredible transformation. Oh, no, that's a different player. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> looks the same, though. He did, Well, he looked close. I was looking more at his rig both times. Oh, that, that's Jules Martinez. Oh. Um, anyway. He's, he's an outside back. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, Jose. <laughs> anyway, yeah. looking forward to seeing Jeffrey Moyes play. Chiefs are missing a few players yes, at the moment, really it's are, fair yeah. to say. I mean, it's uh, 19-year-old. By the way, David Jenkins is notable because he's even bigger than Christ Chizunda, and they're both Welsh, obviously. Mm. Um, he's a big, big boy, but he's 19, and I don't think you're going to be getting the better of either Joe Launchbury or Elliot Stoke or Vyfita. Fafita, Fafita yeah. Good luck with or that. Or Brad Shields, yeah. who was also packed down as an international second row. Tell you what, that's a nasty-looking uh, middle forward the scrum. Yeah, with the uh, Barbary to ease things up, sitting off the back. How yeah. many games does Launchbury need before Eddie Jones says, "Right, well, have him. Thank you for getting him back uh, and fit again." I think he has less than a game's worth of minutes underneath his belt. Yeah, he played yeah. 20, twenty minutes last week and sixty this week, so it might okay. be eighty minutes. He's played. Yeah, 
So in total, it, it's going to be a little while, I'd say. But yeah. well, he's got two more weeks. So this week's obviously Italy mm-hmm. for England. Then there's a rest week, so he could get another, in theory, 160 minutes under his belt. Yeah, which would, would at that point four games. This sounds ridiculous, right? Because of course his sole goal should be playing for Wasps now, shouldn't it? That's what it should be. Uh, eighteen grand a game. Yeah, but you've got to get established in Wasps before you go to England. Yes. So if he's he's got a week. Did you say he's got a week off? No, sorry. England play Italy this yeah. weekend, and oh, then England have a week off. So right. he's got another two weeks of performances for Wasps. Yeah, fine. to um, demonstrate his fitness. Sorry, I misunderstood you. I thought you said he had a week off, and then I thought no, he doesn't have a week off. He's, um, the, uh, the playing. I was going to say if he does have a week off, would it make sense to go on loan to get some more game time? Uh, okay, that's where that's where my my head is at. But then no, no, getting injured for, for Wasps. Yeah, doesn't really make much sense, does it? Not much. Or yeah, where else is he going to go on loan? Well, he'd have to go to champ. I guess top fourteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Top fourteen, in you go. <laughs> um, right, other fixtures. Uh, Tim, did you predict Chiefs versus Gloucester? Cause I'm uh, saying Gloucester. JB's saying Gloucester. Uh, well, looking at the Chiefs pack again, those like Pearson. Yeah, who? Uh, yeah, Grandano. I know he's played at a decent level. And who was the? Who was the? There was guy. Capstick. Capstick I love Capstick. I think he's a good player, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but not on his own. Okay, so no, yeah, so, yeah. so I'm, I'm going to have to say Gloucester. Yeah. Uh, then we have Sale hosting Worcester. Diamond will be disappointed. Yeah. Sadly. Not I mean, oh, sadly. I want Sale to win. What am I talking about? <laughs> but you love? Do you love Sale more or Diamond more? Sale, of course. Okay. Um, of course. Of course. Hmm. Uh, then we also have Wasps hosting Bath. Home win. Yeah. And on Sunday, Saracens host Harlequins. Saracens mm. host Harlequins. Saracens. Saracens. Saracens are affected less by the international I call-ups. Think probably Saracens, yeah. So they, they might even have more international call-ups, but they're affected less, if that makes sense. So hang on. So with our predictions, what does that mean for the top four then? It means Northampton are losing, Harlequins are losing, Wasps are potentially... Wasp- are not, are not playing, are they? No, Wasps are winning. Wasps host Bath. Oh, they're all winning. Five point win. So Wasps will... Well, they won't catch Harlequins, but Sale and Wasps will leapfrog Exeter and Northampton, I imagine. Well, Well, Wasps are already leapfrogged Exeter. Exeter go down. South Sharks should go above Northampton. Sale could leapfrog Exeter. Exeter could find themselves in eighth position. After this week. Well, if Wasps could do the decent thing and lose, <laughs> then Sale go into fifth. Wasps aren't losing to Bath. No way. Well, we don't know that, do we? If we, we knew we that, know, we wouldn't play the game. We know that one. Hey, if they show up again with Fafita, Stuke and Launchbury, good luck. Good luck to whoever's playing them over, over Six Nations and uh, Shields. Um, we never actually predict, predicted the Six Nations games. Um, I don't even know who's playing. Who's playing? Um, so we have Wales, Scotland. Scotland. We have France, Ireland. Ooh. That feels like it could be a tournament decider. Ooh. What was the first game, sorry? You said? Wales, Wales hosts Scotland. Oh, which yeah. I think Scotland will win that. I think Scotland will win Comfortably. that. Comfortably. 
Yeah. I don't think comfortably, but they'll oh, win. I think comfortably. Wales Scot- in Cardiff's a different different beast entirely. Scotland will win by a score. Scotland by seven. A sober Cardiff? Are you joking? <laughs> <laughs> sober, miserable Cardiff. Please sell me something stronger <laughs> than 4.1%. Please, sir. Please. Mm. Uh, so that happens. Um, France Island. Judging by this week, it has to be Ireland, right? Uh, France will be a little bit better. It's in France. I think France are favourites, but Islanders, I think I really, really rate this Island team. I think they've got quality right throughout. They've got quality coming off the bench. Um, and they play in such a nice way because mm. they've got such a physical pack. Their, their tight five is monstrous. They've got an athletic... Um, but also a powerful back row. Oh, Paul, Sorry, which face? team? Was it, who was uh, the um, Wales scrum half brain farted? What this week? Think, uh, this week, Thomas Williams. Yeah, uh, when he had to take Furlong, just Furlong had a proper run up at him. Yeah, you don't want to be fella. there, do you? That's not. Yeah, I've said this before, but I love it when, by accident or design, the whole of the Leinster front row find themselves on a short side, and they've got the choice of hands. Or just go forward against like two outside backs. Yeah, pick your poison, boys. Yeah, yeah. good luck. Good luck. I, I think France. I think France are favourites, but narrow favourites. Yeah, narrow favourites. This I think that will be a brilliant game. Uh, it's uh, not many teams go to Paris and win. Scotland managed it. Grand slam, Grand Slam decider. Potentially, yeah. This this could be. I don't think any team will get a Grand Slam. Which is why I'm saying going to say France narrowly on this one, but I think I I, I predicted last week so Ireland would win the tournament. Then I I, I predict last week I said I thought Ireland would win the tournament. I think France will edge it in Paris against. Oh sorry 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 that I mean I'm sorry. I think Fran- I think France and Ireland will probably both win four games apiece, and I'm just back in Ireland to edge the overall tournament. I'm gonna have France and I have France to win the tournament. Mm. Although I do think Ireland's performance was more impressive than France's performance this weekend, I, I agree with that. And I think I said last week France are my favourites with Ireland close behind. And, and by the way, um, if if anyone's paying attention to that uh, deductive reasoning, uh, I'm saying that I think Ireland and France will both win four games. Um, England will I, beat France. Ireland have to go to uh, Twickenham. Mm. Um, so, which, is, which is where I'm, I'm, I'm backing the boys. I'm backing the boys to, to do it over Ireland in that one. What about the next game, which is actually... Oh, hang on. No, no. It's, so is England, Italy? It, Italy, England in Rome. Couldn't, couldn't care less. I literally could not care less. So the, England need to get back on the horse. They will do. Oh, watch out. But, yeah. But... Ooh, edgy. Uh, okay, fine. That's that. And if Joe Marler was uh, talking, he go and and that horse is saying. Um, <laughs> trying to remember what he said when he had that conversation with the horse. Yeah. Something rather, something rather horse related. An Irish horse, wasn't it? That was the joke. It was a nice Irish horse. <laughs> it was a nice Irish horse. Hey, uh, we discussed just a little um, intra podcast question. Not intra. Is it intra the word I'm looking for? So podcast chat but about what the wider rugby pos- uh, 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 podcast world we are going in and this is not to blow our own trumpet but it is a little bit um we are going to maybe enter a crossfit co- co- conversation as as a th- as a threesome and here's my question would we be every other 
current rugby podcast hosted by pros or amateurs in a CrossFit competition? It's a great question. If, if it depends who's on the lineup of the BBC one, because if Ugo, Chris Ashton, and Danny Kerr are doing it, <laughs> I'm not sure. We'll be in no, no disrespect to Chris Jones, by the but way. If, if Chris Jones and Sonia McLaughlin are doing it, we might stand a chance. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I was thinking like, okay, Hask is obviously, you know, is obviously a, a machine. Yeah. Tyndall's probably not not Tindall's too bad. Tyndall's probably still still. However, I don't know about Alex Payne. No. He's, yeah, he's we probably, like, probably pretty, I, I pretty think, solid. I think he'd, probably, he'd probably be all right. I, I think Hask would be significantly better than than us. That he could probably <laughs> yes. carry a bit of Alex Payne's. Yeah, is, is Hask enough to get them? A, That's a good question. Because I, I, I tell you what, we're doing the rugby pod. We would do the rugby pod. I, mean, I, I know Jim tra- oh, yeah. trains a bit. You know, sorry, so, sorry, Goody. Sorry, yeah, we, uh, we do them. Andy Rowe, you just not. It's not not in our league. We do them. Well, oh, it's, it's good. I didn't know any of these podcasts existed, by the way. So it's good that you give <laughs> me a rundown. Yeah. Uh, Blood and mud. Do them. What about mall over? Smash them. Definitely don't. I definitely Absolute, don't know what you're talking about anymore. Pound them. Oh, into mall, dust. mall over. Yeah. Oh, we would pound them into dust. Yeah, they, pound them into dust. They, they, they know that though. Yeah. And they're okay with that. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> um, they they'd probably do us in the bar afterwards. Yeah. Well. Okay. So. The one I'm not so sure about. Well, no, oh, hold on. Let me just be yeah, clear. They wouldn't do me in a spit in a, in a downing exactly. contest. Yeah. I, I'd beat the I lot mean, of them. I, I am officially the world record holder. Exactly and, right. And we'd have with you as anchor team. We'd have not a bad little boat race. Yeah, yeah we'd have a good boat. Yeah, we'd win the boat race. What I meant Can't is believe. they they would be there. The Mallover boys would probably be the last to leave. Flat, Flats and Shanks is, is an interesting one because those two are a little bit closer in age to us. I mean, uh, I mean, I. I Ferociously strong, if both was, of them. Yeah, I was say, if but they're was, missing a third wheel. If it was max, if it was just purely max lifts, but that's the thing about CrossFit, you've got to do it all. Exactly. And flat's doing 50 box jumps. It's not going to happen, no, is it? It's not going to happen. Tough. Dodgy shoulder. Got him. Yeah. But like, who is his, who's the third guy they bring in? If it's like, if they bring in one of their ex pro mates, we're done. Like, that could be Shane Williams. Yeah. Or Danny Grucock. Danny Grucock, we're done, aren't we? Oh, we're over. It's over. So maybe Flats and Shanks will take the uh, CrossFit. Yeah, if they if they get a ringer like Danny Grucock in, and there's few, uh, not too many box jumps. Yeah, nailed it. Once again, we win. Yeah. But but <laughs> uh, but if if we do do this, uh, if we do do this team of three CrossFit comp in May, uh, they do live stream it. Do they? Do they? Yeah. Oh wow! Well, they should pay us then, rather than us pay them. Yeah, we should just tell them to put it on Egg Chasers and get yeah. far more listeners, far yeah. more, far more viewers. Exactly right, exactly right. Speaking of which, uh, go to our YouTube channel, hit subscribe and stuff. We'll have to get a bit more, do some more videos again, JB. I know we're both busy boys. I am. Re-de- the reason I've stopped is because I'm redoing the dungeon bit by bit and I'm doing my own little um, uh, video space in the corner there. And when that's done, I'll be back up and, and running. And a similar reason for me, we're having an extension and it's... Uh, Humble brag. The house is... Um, <laughs> Many hundreds of thousands, a is building it? Site. You're putting in the steelwork yourself, Tim. Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just the house is a building site. And the area that I did have um, as a studio is, is not a studio at the minute. Yeah. Oh, well. It's, it's going to be the West Wing. No. Wow. <laughs> Guest quarters. <laughs> Servants' quarters. Servants' quarters for the domestic staff. The yeah. dog walker, the guy who breaks in your brokes. <laughs> got all, you got, you got, got all sorts of people. I do need one of them. The number of times I've been well, caught out. Not least when we went to New York, I had brand new um, uh, Loke brogues, and they they they, they were beautiful. Um, but walking for an hour and a half across Brooklyn Bridge 
Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? it was, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was a bad call. Well, I mean, the good news is you can actually have your dog walker to be the same person that breaks in your brogues. It's a great idea. Oh, I've never thought of that, combining my des- domestic but, stuff. But yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, you just have to say to you... you or, just, or your you cleaner, just, to, just make it where you broke. <laughs> you just have to not like your dog and go, no, you can't go, you can't go anywhere. You Muddy. Pavements, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Walk through shopping centres. <laughs> running track. <laughs> lap after lap. Yeah, they can, they can crap in the middle of the running track. <laughs> Uh, right, uh, so, uh, patreon.com forward slash eggchases, contact eggchases at gmail.com. He's at jbeardmore. We're at Rugby Podcast. We're on YouTube. Let the boys play. Yeah, boys play. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. So, Robert, tell the people... What's a pretendian? It's just what it sounds like, Angel. A pretend Indian. Someone who fakes being one of us? Someone who impersonates a native. We're talking about real scammers and con artists. There are pretendians teaching at universities, pretendians running governments, pretendians in Hollywood. On our new podcast, Pretendians, we'll tell you the incredible story of these jaw-dropping frauds. Who are they? Why do they do it? And how the heck do they keep getting away with it? Listen to Pretendians on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.